after plumbing the cinematic depths of our least favourite remakes, time to at least liven things up and get a little bit happier around the mic and have our five favourite horror remakes. Some would still say it's the cinematic depths. Yeah, but true. Yeah, Some people may. like them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy with them. What's first on your list, Jared? First one, uh, Hills Have Eyes. Northland Hills Have Eyes. Yep. I actually haven't seen this. Mm. Get on it. Yeah. Very, Yet I've seen good. the stepfather. By yeah. You've been, <laughs> looking at, you've been looking at the wrong Jesus. list. Mate. The original always stood out for me as one that I really liked the idea of and mm. kind of was fond of the movie. But the end result had some problems for me. Yeah, it's um, got a, it's got a raw sort of grimy feel that gives it a nice sort of atmosphere. But it, it it's not a great movie in terms of, I guess, how well it's made and all that kind of stuff. It kind no. of, some of those problems turn it, you know, some of the budgetary problems probably make it a little less than it should be. Yeah, uh, and I think going into the remake. They brought um, Alex Arger onto it, and he brought a bit of that sort of French New Wave stuff that he was he was doing, and uh, it really suited that sort of raw edge and that um, you know some of the violence uh, that he brought to it. But it had some really nice touches. Like I felt the whole end result was a bit tighter. Um, the 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 special effects used on the on the um, the family that sort of made them look like you know inbred. Hillbilly sort of uh, mountain people. <laughs> it, it it actually worked. The this this uh, effects, the computer effects and stuff that they used on the faces ended up looking really good, and they were really true to the original. But I think it just, it, it, like I said, I think it was just tighter. I think it was was done better. Mm. And then they threw in a little angle to sort of uh, explain some of the deformities in the family and things like that. Yeah. And I think it fit. Yeah. Um, and the overall product, I thought, was a really, really good horror flick. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't speak to this one very well because I haven't seen it, but I, I do know that it's got a pretty good um, reputation amongst horror fans as being one to, to, to watch, uh, and, and it's enjoyable. And I think that, you know, I probably should take some time to check it out because I, I know that it is very well fog and... Uh, oh, after I've watched the fog again, <laughs> I'll, I'll get on to the Hills Have Eyes. Now, yeah. question for you. Have you seen The Hills Have Eyes 2? Yeah. Not, not really a remake, but the sequel. like a sequel. Yeah. I hear that's not good. Yeah, no, I didn't like it much. No. Nah. Didn't like it much at all. Because that sort of goes a bit more sort of generic, doesn't it? Yeah. I felt it had some problems around. Again, it sort of expanded the, the family a little bit, um, and I didn't really like what they did with it. I could have been persuaded with the idea of the sort of the little sort of army crew yeah, that end up in there, but no, didn't didn't really like it. All right, so hills have eyes. Definitely get on that. That's yep. homework for me. Yep. My first um, favourite is Sorority Row, mm. which is the remake of a later mid eighties slasher flick called The House on Sorority Row. Yep. The reason why I kind of like this was. It took a real fun vibe uh, with regards to the film as a slasher flick. So it wasn't too super serious. It had some fun with the bitchy characters. Usually I don't like sort of obnoxious characters, like a kind of 
dislike the fact that everyone's an obnoxious turd. Yeah. But these people, you kind of were supposed to hate them. I think you that could was feel, the gist. You I were supposed you could, to. I think you could you, you could get the tongue in cheek with yeah with the a couple of the characters, uh, especially yeah. the main sort of bitch. Yeah, she was great. Like she girl. was really good. Yeah. yeah, she really really delivered. It's over the top, but she really really sells it. Yeah. And you do have the one girl who wasn't really into it yeah. to sort of root for. And if I recall, they actually did a really good job of making you want her to get through. Yeah. You were sort of sitting there towards the end going, oh, come on, you know, just yeah. get there, basically. So you had a, had a character that you could root for. The rest of the girls were bitchy, but in a tongue-in-cheek way. But you wanted to see them killed. I thought the actual um, prank they played... And the reasoning behind the death was reasonably well done. Mm. I liked the killer's look, yep. the the, the um, robe, the graduation robe with the tire iron that's got all the things on it, the knives on it. Good to see, um, always good to see Carrie Fisher mm-hmm. floating around. Yeah. And I just had a lot of fun with it. And it was quite brutal, especially and the girl who gets the... The bottle shoved down her throat. And, yeah, yeah. And has a throat I think cut. I um I think it also ticked a box for you in the uh, in that it took a twist on the original. Yeah, like, yeah. If you knew the original ending, you still got a still got a twist on it from this. Well, one. basically, this one kind of went a little more in the in the in the vein of something like I know what you did last summer. Yeah. Um, more so, and and probably more a traditional slasher. The original's more of a. It's a, it's a traditional slasher in some ways, but it's also a little bit different. So this one went slightly off that tangent, and I think Thought did it really well, and I was really, really entertained by it. Yeah. And that's part of a good remake for me is do I come out of it going, yeah, well, I wouldn't mind watching that again. Yeah, exactly. And I did. Yep. So I really enjoyed that. Fair call with that one. I like it. Yeah. Surprised me too because it's not one of the big ticket slasher flicks that they were remaking. Yeah. And they did. I thought they did a really good job. Yep. Second on my list is Let Me In. Ah, now I also haven't seen these either. This one or the original, which yeah. is the is it German? Let or? the right one in. Uh, right one. Ugh, it escapes me. Yeah, I come from Swedish. Sure Swedish yeah, may have come from Sweden, but yeah, I've heard really, really good things about both. Yeah, um, I'd seen Let the Right One In, and I really enjoyed it. Uh, so. Again, when they were when they were making the American one, there was a little bit of sort of apprehension about, oh, do, you know, do we really need it? Do we really need a, a different version, or can you just watch it with subtitles? You know. Yeah. But when I saw the the American one, I was really pleasantly surprised. Um, you sort of go in thinking that you'll be comparing it to the original one, hmm. but I ended up sort of getting lost in in this one. Um, I feel they, they brought it to an American setting and they chose a place that sort of suited the vibe of the original mm. um, and the, the look. The actors, uh, I'm a big fan of Chloe, Chloe Moretz. I yeah. think she's a great actor for a, for a young uh, young actor. She's really, really good and yeah. I thought she was excellent in this. Yeah. They, they put a couple of things in there that uh, – sorry, I, I, they took a couple of things out, I think, that were in the original one that sort of added to the relationship between the kids and sort of depth, uh, the depth of the characters. And I still don't know how to feel about those particular parts, but uh, I thought it was excellent. I would recommend it highly, whether you'd seen the original or not. I think they're both on Netflix, actually. 
Are they? Um, yeah. yeah. So get on. I, I might have to get on. That's more homework for me. Yeah. So I've got Hills Have Eyes and I've also got this. Yeah. So I could be really... You won't know what's here to you. You'll have two good movies back to back. I know. <laughs> We're having some sort of withdrawal. <laughs> I'll have to then cleanse my palate with problem. Yeah, I'll get you, <laughs> I'll get you the three disc uh, pieces, uh, special uh, edition. Uh, I'll have to um, cleanse my palate with avalanche sharks. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> uh, stay tuned. <laughs> my next one is uh, a little bit of a, probably going to sort of polarise, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm. I actually think the remake is really good. Yeah. I enjoyed it a lot, partially because, you know Why? They got rid of the lot of the family element. Yeah, they actually took that out. Yeah, it's in there in 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 terms of you understand it's a family and all that. But they didn't have that ridiculous sequence in the original where they're sitting around the table and you got old man River trying to drink her blood and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Like that part of the original is the bit that I don't like. Yeah, that was probably my least favorite of the original. But. I think the remake has a nice sort of claustrophobic sort of grimy look and I think Leatherface is quite intimidating in the in the remake as well. Yeah, I think they I think in this one although I'm not the not the biggest fan of Texas Chainsaw, I don't know whether I would put this one as as better, but I think they did a really good job of mixing a sort of teen slasher in with that grimy aspect of the original one. Yeah. It probably wasn't so much a slasher, you know. I yeah I, I'm in full agreement. I think yeah. this one was. was I, I'm not. I, I'm not saying. I, I'm. I'm sort of not pointing out that I think this is possibly. I think that they're kind of on par. The pair of them. Yeah. Because yeah. oh, there's parts of the original that I really really liked. Yeah. And, and I said that in our in our our episode on it. Yep. That forty minutes stretch in the middle is really really good. Yeah. It's just that on a limited budget and. Some of that stuff at the end, it just kind of doesn't work. Whereas I think the remake decided early on that's not really our go. You know what? The, you know what the remake also had in its favour. No Franklin blowing raspberries and things oh, like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was a good move. <laughs> not trying to take it down the same route in terms of characters. Yeah, I think they. I think they did something different. Yeah, um, I think that's why maybe some people were disappointed. I think they went more straight. Straight out sort of slasher just with a grimy feel to it. And no disrespect to Marilyn Burns, but she's very, very um, just sort of scream and run. Yeah. Whereas I felt I felt Jessica Beale was a bit more sort of a final girl style with a little bit more to offer. Yeah. And I kind of liked her work in that. That was just after sort of coming out of telly and yeah. that type of stuff. And I thought it really did it. It was a good choice to yep. go into something a little bit darker and an R-rated film. And I kind of enjoyed it. I really did. And mm. now there's a lot of shit getting thrown at um, the guy who directed it, Marcus Nispel, yeah, yeah. who did – he also did Friday the 13th. Yep. I think his style worked for this and possibly didn't work as well for Friday the 13th because yeah. it's a similar style. See, I actually don't mind the, the Friday the 13th one either. I, yeah, I, oh, yeah, I, I don't dislike it. I don't it. think it's a gem, but I think it was – I don't know why there was as much hate towards it because – it's a Friday the Thirteenth movie, you know. <laughs> I thought he hit some of the right marks. Yeah, um, um, there was some ma- major issues with it, which we might get into some sometime down the track. But yeah, I, I think you're right. It probably works better for this one. Yeah, just just to sort of side note. Obviously, we're not going to talk about Friday the Thirteenth remake in in bulk here. But I think the, a lot of people had a problem with the 
remake because the first 20 minutes was great. Yeah. Like, I actually think legitimately the first 20 minutes was excellent from a lot of different reasons, including the fact Jason was actually quite scary because he could run and he was aggressive and all that. Mm. Then you got the next part after the credits roll, it's just formulaic sort of stuff, and I think that probably pissed some people off because they thought they were getting something really good. I think uh, I actually think a lot of the people were upset with the fact that Jason was like a bit more like Leatherface now. There was a sort of grimy survivalist. Kind yeah, yeah, he was hunting um, people. Yeah, and yeah. The, and the whole thing about the tunnels and stuff, which I certainly didn't like. Mm. Um, so yeah, there's there's pros and cons with that one. Yeah, we'll get back to that one. Yeah. Uh, so my next one's another Alex Arja gem, um, Piranha 3D. I love Piranha 3D. Now, yeah, I know this is another another polarising one. Mm. Some people love it, some people hate it. I'm definitely in a love it camp. I thought it was so ridiculous that it was just hilarious. Yeah. Just absolutely hilarious. Some of the stuff that was coming out, I was just... In hysterics. I mean, some of where, where, what other movie do you see Blake's penis get eaten up and then vomited out from my Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was just... Uh, That's just that was icing the on the cake. Icing on the cake. I just thought it was... Uh, it delivered exactly what you were after in, in spades. Yeah. Um, the the original, again, no classic, just a, a decent Jaws ripoff. Yeah. And this one just took that and spun it into... Horror comedy, basically. And what this one did too wasn't didn't sort of overstuff the film with heaps of character and all this type of stuff. You knew that what what it was what you wanted to get to was the piranha stuff. Hmm. So they slowly built to that, and then they had that massive. It just goes off yeah, at about the, the spring, hour mark, the and spring suddenly break spring break is just turned to shit. Yeah, with Eli Roth yeah. carrying on like an absolute goose on that. Uh, Jerry thing. O'Connell really sort of carrying on. Hamming it up to the max, yeah, but that bit just turns it. You know, they go so over the top of the gore, they don't even bother to sort of tone it up. They just go right, bugger it. Yeah, just cut loose, just absolutely ramp it up. Um, I, yeah, I just thought it had it had some some uh, scenes like that that were they'd satisfy you know the gore hounds and and that sort of thing, and uh, but then just balls to the wall from start to finish. So it just. It was funny. It was really funny. Yeah, yeah. There's only one thing I sort of questioned. Christopher Lloyd's involvement is still quite sort of perplexing yeah, <laughs> to the entire sort of film. Yeah, it was a little strange. I think it harks back to the original. I think there's a similar sort of scene in the original. Yeah, but I also liked, I also liked the, the touch of, you know, Richard, Richard Dreyfus in there yeah. essentially... Playing Hooper, um, Hooper yeah. and just little nods like that. I, just all up, I, I was, I'm a massive fan of this yeah, one. Yeah, it's great fun. Yeah. It, you don't go into it looking for bloody pure sort of cinematic genius. It was trash. Yeah. It was, it was, a, bit of, it was a bit of cheap trash, but it was fun. It yeah. was really, really fun. Yeah, it was well-delivered cheap trash. Next one for me is similar down the tr- cheap trash, or not really cheap, but down the sort of the trashy route. For me, was my bloody Valentine. Mm. Uh, I think this remake, the original is a. I don't mind the original as a slasher flick. I think it's got a nice sort of blue collar sort of edge, and I like the miner and all that. I think that's really cool. 
but this took it to took the 3D aspect and then what I loved about it, the 3D stuff, was it reminded me of something like Friday the 13th Part 3 yeah. where they were juggling shit into cameras and yeah. this one was just throwing everything at the screen and using 3D as the gimmick it should be. Yeah. Well, you'll have to go back to back because this one was on my list. Too. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I was the same. I um, I remember seeing this in the cinema and uh, it still stands out as the best 3D experience I had yeah. in the sort of in that this second wave of 3D. And this was very early on in that yeah, wave was, too. That it was, was very very early on. Um, and yeah, all the gimmicky 3D. But again, really, really fun. Yeah. Um, it felt like you were on a bit of a fun park sort of experience where you're in the cinema with the, the, the axe getting thrown at the screen and the and the heart. Then it threw in the, the sort of angle of um, of playing with the originals. Again, if you if you knew the original, you still got some surprises out of this. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it took the who done it. Yeah. And twisted it slightly. Twisted it around. Um, again, had a, had a few issues, but overall, I, I just remember this one being a whole lot of fun. Yeah, and what, what I liked about the Who Done It aspect of this too is they actually tried to give you a new number of suspects. Yeah, like everyone sort of looked a little bit shady. Yeah, and so the possibilities um, were endless. That it, or not endless, but there was a number of possibilities of who it could have been. Yeah, as I think we've gone over, they tried that, and I think they they failed a little bit. Mm. I don't know, we've gone over the the sort of telegraphing that went on and. But yeah, I appreciated the effort, and mm. overall, it didn't dull the the, the fun of, of watching the movie. For and me. I think the for me personally, I think the minus costume is one of the best slasher villain costumes going around. Yeah, it's exactly. really, it's really, really, really well done. It looks great on film, but then you're adding in the the heavy breathing under the mask. Yeah, it just adds to it. Yeah, a couple of nice touches. Yeah, there. but I just had great fun with it. Like it's one of those ones I walked out of just thinking that was just. Loved every minute of it. Had a great time with it. Yeah. Bought it as soon as it came on DVD. Yeah, really, I would actually really, really like to see it on the cinema again just to get the full sort of experience. Yeah. The, the 3D. In the proper, yeah, in the real D um, aspect again. So, because um, you can use it, I think you can still get, when I bought it on DVD, you could receive the 3D version with those green and red yeah. glasses Well, I think on a 3D telly if you want. Yeah, I've actually got that one with the glasses, but I think they released it again. Oh, so I did that? use it on the 3-day telly. Oh, okay. Um, so, yeah, that's that'd be fun. Yeah, definitely a good one. Next one on your list, mate. No, no. Oh, you we doubled down. That's yeah, why they doubled yeah, down because we both got that one on the list. Yep. That's our, that's our only... Only crossover. Crossover, yeah. Okay, next next one for me is The Fly mm. from 1986. Is yep, it? 86? Yep. David Cronenberg's The Fly. I actually haven't seen this. You haven't seen it? Yeah. It's on the... It's on, it's on the it's on your list. It's on the list, yeah. Just, I haven't come across it. I just it's really loved it. It's been since 1986. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Robocop TV series is taking out a lot yeah, of your time. exactly, yeah. I really, really like this because this seemed to hit Cronenberg's kind of wheelhouse, which is body horror. You know, he's always been into this body horror type of stuff, and his horror films are usually a little bit more of a thinking man's Horror flicks. So, yeah, you go back to some of the stuff before this, which was things like Scanners and Rabbit and... What are we talking about for then? I completely agree. <laughs> it's a surprise pick. But this kind of took that same idea of body horror, but 
it was really entertaining, but it also asked a few questions of you. And I just really, really enjoyed the, the fact that it kind of built up to it. Yeah. It, he didn't just come in with, he's turned into a fire and he's, you know, killing everyone or whatever. It just built up to it. And I thought Jeff, Jeff Goldblum is really, really good. And it ends on quite an um, interesting kind of ending. Mm. It sort of ramps up right to the end. And I really like that. And I think it's to this day, it's still Cronenberg's best movie for me. Right. Really enjoyed it. Big call. That's, for you, that's, um, that's, that's homework. Right. Okay. Check that out. Yeah. So as, in, I, as I've said, it's already on the list. It's on the list? I'm just, it's slowing yeah, up. There's probably a lot on that list. Isn't <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, I've got a bit of shit on my list too. So, um, so my la- last one. Yeah. Tying, tying into one of the worst. Yeah. The Thing. The Thing. Yeah, the 1981 yes. version. Again, a remake of sorts, but took a took a different approach to the original, the 50s one that was had a bit of a sort of monster movie yeah. vibe to it. Yeah, the thing is just an absolute classic. Yeah. Um, took that sort of monster movie and twisted it into, uh, again, not really a whodunit, but a, a who we, who is the thing and... I don't think we need to go too deep into it because we yeah, episode, devote, yeah. devoted a, a whole episode to it. But just a, just an absolute classic. Yeah, yeah, and and that that idea of who who it could possibly be, um, and it's hiding amongst the the group. I think juxtaposed with the um, in the ice, trapped out in the middle of nowhere, with not much to sort of help you. Yeah, just gives it a really really sort of. Suspenseful sort of feeling. Yeah, great atmosphere, great suspense. There's no, you know, there's nowhere to run, so you have to get engaged in this "who is it" thing, and you have yeah. to make guesses. Uh, one of the characters, I should say, have to make guesses as to who is it, and start acting on that. Um, so yeah, it sort of forced them into that situation, and coming up with really ideas well. as to how best to flush this thing out. Yeah, because you can't just cut and run. Yeah, yeah. And I thought that was really great, and I think it's a, it's a real testament to its. The quality of the film yeah. is its longevity. I mean, it's still you, though, great can we, today. Can we put it outside again? Freeze it up? Yeah. yeah we'll make it through the widzer. Freeze that <laughs> shit up. We'll get picked up. And let's move on. <laughs> yeah. So this is, to me, yeah, one of the one of the re- very best yep. of, the, of the remakes. Now, down to my final remake, and probably my favourite remake again, mm. is Dawn of the Dead. Wow. I really, really, really love this movie. Wow. I think it's really, really well made. It's yep. uh, great f- um, fun. It's it's a fast pace. It's Everything's happening. I really enjoy some of the... I actually enjoy some of the stuff in the middle of the movie where they're sort of trapped in the, the mall, yet they're sort of playing games like they're up on the roof telling that bloke who to shoot. And he's, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and there's a, sort of a funny element to some of that. And that's where you settle down to get a little bit of character as well. You start to find out about some of these people. Yep. But there's also that, that hovering in the background that one of them's sick. Yeah. I actually, uh, I really like this one as well. I, I reckon it's got some really great visuals too, especially in the opening yeah. where things start to sort of go to shit and the little girl in the hallway yeah. gets thrown down the hallway and then in one motion is back Leaps on her back feet. Up, yeah. And, um, and then, you know, 
the girl gets outside and, and the starts, starts chasing. Yeah, yeah. It starts getting chased, and then you've got the shots from above where there's just Cars carnage all yeah. around. Yeah, some really really great um, things about this this particular movie. Yeah, bit of a downer ending too, if I recall. Yeah, yeah, downer ending, but um, but necessary. Yeah, all in all, yeah, I think it was. It actually was remaking something that a lot of people feel feel was untouchable too. Um, so I think that's probably another another tick to, in its favour that it actually came out with something something to offer. Yeah, and I think again this one took the approach a different approach. The first one is kind of a bit deeper. I think if you watch the original, there's a lot of sort of subtext about yeah. consumerism and yeah. all this type of stuff. Trapped in the mall, the zombies gravitate towards it. Yeah. Whereas the remake jettisons that. It doesn't bother with any of that. Because that you can probably take a bit of subtext from it if you want, but it doesn't sort of get caught in the weeds with all that. And it, you probably weren't. It was probably the right decision because what I mean, you, were you going to do that sort of stuff better than Romero had done it? Yeah, already? that's right. And plus, the first one was made in the seventies, and that was probably much more relevant. Today, you know, it's, it's maybe didn't, wouldn't have been as relevant. Well, I think it's still it's still relevant, but was was the message all that different? Yeah. You know, I think it's still something that was worthwhile. And it's yeah, kind of, it's I guess it's kind of sort of slightly in there, if you want to look closely, but not, they, they haven't sort of wasted their time going, right, we need to lay this sort of stuff out. They want to have, uh, not, I guess, fun, but they also want to entertain you and they just want to sort of throw it all out there. It's a zombie flick, you know? Fuck, you've been a bit rough on Romero there. No, not not, He's not entertaining you? <laughs> no, he is, but I guess those movies are, were a little bit, Slower paced and less. Yeah, they were. They were more commentaries again. Yeah, and again, they, they probably weren't really in it because they were made in the seventies. They're not in our sort of time period mm. of when we were growing up and everything. So it's kind of you feel like, oh Christ, I'm bored. There's a little bit of disconnection. Yeah. Um, I still think uh, the the original was one uh, that I again I wasn't massive on it the first time I saw it, but it did. Did give me a bit more upon upon review review yeah and I think uh, Day of the Dead is a bit similar yeah, yeah. Um, I think that has actually been remade as well but yeah not quite so successful no no not so successfully but Dawn of the Dead really really good remake and I think if you haven't seen it you really need to get out there and check it out because it's still still good time I always chuck it on whenever you know once a year or something I'll pull it out and, and give it a run. And I really enjoy it. Possibly well, maybe you need to, maybe yeah, I need to pick up these year, ones I don't see. pick up Hills Have Eyes or Let Me In and <laughs> yeah, check them out. I think now that we've done this, I need to uh, put my money where my mouth is yes. and watch these movies. You better get on it. I've got to get, get on, on Netflix. Fly. Yeah. Got to get on Netflix. And The Fog. Oh, that's right. <laughs> shit. You're going to unfortunately have to watch some shit because you didn't yeah. watch any of the – you haven't seen any of the really bad ones on No, watch. I haven't seen a couple of them in full, <laughs> so. Time yeah. to load, that, load, it, load them up in the cannon. Yeah, I've got some other things to, to watch, unfortunately. I understand. Yeah. All right, that's it for our least favourite and favourite horror movie remakes. If you want to join the conversation or let us know what your favourite horror movie remake is, touch base with us on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia or send us an email at thrillme at iinet.net.au. Until then, keep watching your movies. And we'll catch up with you later. Cheers. Find the podcast at Podomatic or on iTunes. Don't forget to rate and review. 
Like us on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia or contact us at Thrill Me, all one word, all lowercase, at iinet.net.au.